0: Welcome to Episode 68 of our Love Made Easy Podcast. This is Part 2 of the 12 Things We've Learned About Having a Happy Marriage. If you missed Part 1, you can catch it on our podcast page on susieandauto.com or wherever you listen to our podcasts like Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. And now, here's
1: Part 2. Hi, we're Susie and Otto Collins from susieandauto.com and welcome to the Love Made Easy podcast where we believe no one should have to struggle to have the love they want. Love is unlimited and it's already inside you waiting to be released and fully expressed. We believe nothing is more important than love. And in this podcast and all the podcast episodes we released, we're all about helping you open to having all the love you could ever want and helping you let go of any limitations that keep you from experiencing love as fully, deeply, and completely as possible. And now, here's today's episode of Love Made Easy.
0: So, Otto, to celebrate our 23rd wedding anniversary last week, we decided to do 12 things we've learned about having a happy marriage. And we did part one, right?
1: It was very cool. Yeah. I love talking (laughs) with you about stuff like this. And, you know, there is so much, I mean, I want to use the word strife, in marriages Mm. and in relationships today where unhappiness unhappiness uh, that and it doesn't have to be like that
0: no no so we're you know this podcast is all about about making everything easy right yeah we want to make love easy yeah yeah and yes love is definitely in that easy category and this would be part two
1: in last in our last episode which was episode 67 i believe this is episode 68 we started out and we were talking about the idea that a lot of people don't really take the time or put forth the energy to find out what a happy marriage looks like to them and they also don't take the time or maybe they don't even allow themselves to be vulnerable enough or their partner doesn't feel vulnerable enough to really explore what that might look like to them i just want to say again that that's so huge when it comes to having a happy marriage or a happy relationship you you gotta know what that looks like to you Mm -hmm.
0: yeah that was that's kind of the foundation of this is is to find out what that looks like to you. And, you know, we've all had disappointments, and we've all carried a lot of fear from past things that have happened. And it's really looking past that to possibilities. And what is it that I truly want? What does that mean for a happy marriage? So let's start tonight with number seven. Be willing and open to looking for an alternative solution rather than my way or your way.
1: That's so big because that's a, that's one of the places where people get stuck. Mm-hmm. They don't think it where is. You
0: and I got stuck early on. Stuck stuck oh it. yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think just about everybody. Well, does. Sure, they do. This yeah. is this is where you're trying to find your mm-hmm. way. This is where you're trying to to see uh, what I might call in this moment, who does what. Mm -hmm. And so when you're looking at, at the way things should be, you know, the world Mm -hmm. according to you. Mm -hmm. And so much of the time we think these things that in the beginning of your relationship that were cute or funny or things that, you, know, you found irresistible about the other person. Well, a lot of times those are the things that start to drive you crazy. You want to start changing those things, but also then when the quote unquote fun starts to, you know, dissipate a little bit, and then you start to get serious. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you start having kids, maybe, uh, jobs become more difficult, we, whatever the reason, Or maybe there's health challenges. Who who knows? I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that happens. But people start thinking, and, and they're not even aware of it, my way's better.
0: Right, because my way comes from experiences that I've had in the past. And your way comes from experiences you've had in the past. And, you know, if you logically look at this, you would say to yourself, well, but we really need to listen to one another and see, you know, where there might be an overlap or maybe another solution besides what you and I have been through, you know, our experiences. But we don't do that, do we? I don't mean you and I, but we as couples... Um, we want to hang on to being right because somehow that makes us feel bigger, better. Um, it makes us feel justified. Uh, it, it, it just makes us feel maybe powerful. Uh-
1: <laughs> you know, while you, were, while you were talking about that, something that, that it kind of triggered within me was that this whole thing about listening is that a lot of times somebody might say to the other person, "Well, you don't listen to me." Mm-hmm. And what people miss is that's just a shortcut for saying you're not doing what it <laughs> is that I want or you're not seeing you're not agreeing with you're me. Not agreeing with me. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, just know that anytime you're saying you're not listening to mm-hmm. me, what you're really saying is you're not seeing it my way and you're not right. doing it my way.
0: Right. And that's huge. Well, and you know, when you notice that, that is a good opportunity for you to just, oh, wait a minute. Let me just um, settle into um, maybe listening a little closer and maybe being open to that point of view that the other has, or maybe another possibility will come up. But when I'm holding on to being right, There's no other possibility that's going to come up.
1: There really isn't. And and that just leads beautifully into our next thing that we want to share (laughs) that we've learned about Mm -hmm. having a happy marriage or a happy relationship. And wait for it. This is a good one. (laughs) Seems so simple, right? Mm -hmm. Be kind.
0: Mm. And what does that mean to you, Otto?
1: Well, to be kind is is here we go here we go if you love that person act like it
0: oh yeah that's a novel idea isn't it
1: and because kindness comes from the way you see that person do you see them you know and this could this could be the case in any mm. with anyone that you come in contact with but specifically we're talking about marriages and relationships here but to be kind means well i really love them i like them i appreciate them i value them and guess what in in my the way i see it if you love somebody you like somebody you really care about them kindness matters because that's going to create more of that Instead of less than that,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think that a lot of times couples get into this thing of being enemies with one another, and, and they are not even realizing that that's the way they're treating the other person as an enemy. And if they just take a step back and look and see, oh, wait a minute, I'm not being kind here. I'm, I'm, I, and you know, early on in our relationship, I remember when I wasn't kind with you a few times. And it was like, oh, oh, I'm treating him differently than I do my best girlfriend. Why is that? And it really brought me up short.
1: So just just having the awareness of, oh, maybe I'm not being kind here. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not being considerate. Maybe I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt when maybe it might be a good thing or a good time to do that. It makes a big difference. If if you really want to have a happy marriage or a happy relationship, it's huge.
0: Well, and somebody might say, well, he or she isn't being kind to me, so I don't have
1: to be kind.
0: So what would you say to that?
1: No, you don't have to be kind, but you can also get a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> So just know that um
0: or you can stop the the action and and say, you know, this isn't how I want our relationship to be. Yeah. And and stop the um one-upmanship or the the blame game that that couples play when they're not kind to one another. And Just see what's there. See if the other person is willing to uh, drop the tug of war rope.
1: When we're, we're talking here about this kindness thing Mm -hmm. and I can't remember all three of them, but I remember in reading uh, John Gottman's work where he talked about the, the three horsemen of the apocalypse Mm -hmm. of relationships and, the, the three One of the three horsemen that were the things that determine whether you're going to be uh, successful long-term or even short-term in a marriage was contempt. Mm-hmm. And I think that kindness or the lack of it is one of those things that leads to contempt.
0: Yeah, right, right.
1: That but, if you're not kind, mm-hmm. then you're going to be saying, oh, well they deserved it they may be unkind and so mm-hmm. just be mindful enough that th- this is like you're on the path to one of those things mm-hmm. that you can't bounce back from
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know i i said it kind of flippantly but being kind really matters right if i mean it really it really does matter it really does yeah
0: Okay, number nine. Be willing to look at your stuff and admit it.
1: What in the, what in the world does that mean?
0: Well, I um, had a coaching client a while ago, and she uh, she jealousy was a problem for her, and she had uh, checked her partner's email or um, text, I think, his phone, and. Uh, he had not really given her permission to do that. And it was quite a big thing that, you know, she, she got all upset because she thought he was doing something and he wasn't supposed to. And he turned out he wasn't. And she apologized. She owned it. And she said, you know, I should not have done this without your permission. Now, you can say, well, partners should have an open book on all of, you know, whatever uh, uh, social media or whatever, texts or whatever, which, yeah, but with permission, not just to check up on somebody. And... But the point is that she admitted it, she apologized. And that goes a long way to um, creating a happier marriage and, and actually healing jealousy.
1: Yeah, and being willing to see, oh, I made a mistake here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: I was unkind uh-huh. here. Oh, I said something that I shouldn't have said here. I was unfair. You know, maybe I didn't lie to mm-hmm. you, and I, these are these are just things that people do. Right, right. But when it comes to something that you did that was maybe some, wasn't kind, maybe it wasn't kind. I mean, we're, we're using that mm-hmm. as, that as a big example. Mm-hmm. But being willing to look at your part in the dance. Mm -hmm. most people really want to lay the blame elsewhere and sometimes it really is very i mean it 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 really the blame is elsewhere if you want to look for it and uh you got to look at your stuff too because Mm -hmm. so much of the time it gets to be a habit where you're looking outward at the problem and sometimes you can be the problem. But the other thing is, even if you're not the problem, you can be the solution.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You can be the solution, even if you're not the problem.
0: And if you're in the middle of a, a blame game that is has been going on for a long time, this is one way that you can stop that in action. that I've seen. Uh, if you can look at it from the other person's point of view and, and see, oh, maybe that wasn't kind or that wasn't the best thing to do and actually apologize. Um, that generally stops the blame game because there's no place to go after that. When when the, the person sees, oh, this is what I could have done differently
1: which leads beautifully right into the next thing we want to talk Mm -hmm. briefly about, which is I call it look to, I call it be a good finder. But what we're talking about here is look for the good instead of focusing on the bad.
0: I love that because that absolutely is something that you can do. You can, you know, looking for the bad in whatever's happened in whatever happens, it's, it's um you know it it we think that it protects us but it absolutely does not protect us all it does is keep us in a fearful um kind of mode and but we've learned we've most of us have learned to do that is to look for the what the problems are and and you know what's what possibly could go wrong in this situation instead of oh, what's happening right now that's good?
1: And I also think that looking for the good in a person, Mm -hmm. in the person that you're with specifically. So if you're looking for the good in somebody else, guess what? You're going to find it. Yeah. You really are. Yeah. Because that's what I've seen in my world is, when I look for the good in you or mm-hmm. my son, my mother, you know, my clients, people that mm-hmm. I know in the community, yeah, when I when I look for the good instead of focusing on the bad, I, mm-hmm. it really does produce miracles.
0: Yeah, I, I think this is a, a beautiful example of how you can – create a a really good relationship no matter what kind of relationship it is and i know we're talking about happy marriages here and definitely to look at oh what is it that i appreciate about you what is it that that i really love about you and you know when when i ask coaching clients who are having a, a pretty troubled relationship. I mean that's why people come to us. You know, they're having troubled troubled relationships. But when I ask is there anything that you appreciate about your partner? And when they start talking, then there is an ease that happens about what they appreciate. So, you know, we'd suggest just take a few moments within yourself and and appreciate your partner. And uh, you might even verbally appreciate him or her.
1: Those are really good suggestions mm-hmm. because, for most people, going to appreciation is not something that they have focused on in their life.
0: No, no, but it is. It is a a, a path to a happy marriage.
1: Here's a here's a top secret about <laughs> happy marriages yeah. and relationships. People like to be appreciated.
0: Oh, wow, Otto. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean that that that's really good, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So you came up with this one. Decide on your roles, and these can change. So I'm just wondering what you had in mind when when you uh, came up with this one.
1: There is a phrase that was in a book that changed me forever it was a book that came out in the late 90s i think around 1996 or 97 the singer-songwriter kenny loggins was married at the time to a woman named julia they're long since divorced but the book had a profound impact on me the book was called an unimaginable life and one of the things in the book that i found to be so powerful was the idea of being conscious enough about who was mm-hmm. leading and who was not leading. If, if it was a true partnership mm-hmm. and they actually went as far to talk about the person with the least fear leads. Hmm.
0: What, and what does that mean to you?
1: What that means is, I mean, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, yesterday, you and I were at a community festival in our city. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that uh, affects me greatly are uh, certain smells. Mm -hmm. And we were around somebody. uh, We were out in an open field Mm -hmm. and there was some music playing and things going on. And this woman was spraying peppermint uh, peppermint oil or Mm -hmm. something. It was like to keep bugs away. And that's the kind of thing that closes up my chest mm-hmm. and where I can't breathe. And one of the things that you did was you really got into action and said, hey, let's just move. Mm-hmm. Because what happened quickly, was, quickly, <laughs> because what happened was I, I just was kind of disoriented a little mm-hmm. bit. And I. You know, you said, Well, do you want to move? And I'm like, I I don't know. So I I just wasn't in a place where I don't
0: think I asked you, I said we're moving. Yeah, we're
1: moving. And that's that's an idea of what I mean is um about the fear mm-hmm. is that the person with the least fear leading. Mm-hmm. Now that may be that may not be right in your relationship. When I s you know, because we're talking about here is deciding on your roles. And the fact that these can change.
0: Well, well, that- like who who earns money and, and who goes to work and who doesn't and who raises kids and who, you know, people, what I've seen is they don't talk about a lot of this. They just kind of fall into it. Who's handling the money? Who's, you know, how are you going to deal with the money? You know, for Otto and I, we have a lot of things separate in our finances, but we have uh, a lot that is together too but we've talked about it and we've we've you know we've agreed and this is what we're urging you to do is is talk about
1: this D- just get conscious enough yeah. to decide how you want your roles to right, be right right and and just know that it doesn't have to be set in stone
0: no no and and you know i can say otto um you need to take over here because I'm not feeling so well right now or whatever. You know, we 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 really communicate and talk and anybody can learn to do this. So, let's wrap this up Otto.
1: So, our the final one that we want to mention is being honest with yourself and with your partner. Right. So much of the time we don't see where we're out of integrity with ourselves, mm-hmm. and we don't see where we're out of integrity with our partner.
0: Well, and and it, this goes right along with number eleven we were talking about communicating, because first of all, you have to really settle into what is it that that I'm, you know, I'm being right now. What what is it that I'm thinking? What is what. And be honest with yourself first, and then be honest with your partner. And, you know, so many of us like to shy away from that honesty. We don't mean to, but we do.
1: And also, one of the things about honesty is people a lot of times take honesty to mean, I'm going to be cruel and Um. I'm going to be mean to them.
0: I'm just going to jump in and whatever's going through my head, I'm going to say it.
1: That's not a good plan. (laughs) But you can be honest. Mm -hmm. And to go back to something we said earlier, you can be honest and you can be kind at the same time. Those are not exclusive things. It's not either or. You can do both. And also being honest when things are tough.
0: Yeah, because... You know, a lot of there's a lot of fear. Well, I don't want to hurt the other person with my honesty, and there are ways that that you can communicate that that aren't so um cutting, I guess, as as what you've said, you know, that that it could lead to. Um, and we're saying that first recognizing what you're what you're really about past all the the gy- gyrations that your mind comes up with but past that but ooh right in the core of me this
1: is what's true for me and sharing that mm-hmm. while being kind so while you're looking for the good in somebody you know in that other mm-hmm. person I mean, basically what we're talking about, I mean, we're talking about this here in the second part of this podcast, and we talked about it in the first part, but really it's how would love show up in any given moment? Mm.
0: Yeah.
1: If, if you come from that place, how would love show up? What, what does love want to say here? And when I say love, Love
0: it's, for yourself and love for the other person.
1: Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. how would that show up? Mm -hmm. And if you just do that, I think that the other things take care of themselves. And certainly there's more than 12 things. But uh, if you'll do these 12 things, (laughs) I think it'll take you pretty far down the way of creating a much better relationship or marriage. One that you're going to be much happier with. I just know that it will.
0: So if you have a question or would like to talk with one of us, Just go to our site, com slash contact, and shoot us an email.
1: Thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you have a question for us, or you'd like to have a private conversation with one of us about how you can have more love in your life, or how you can remove the blocks to creating more of anything you want in your life, just visit our website at suzyandotto.com and click on the link at the bottom of the website that says contact and then fill out the contact form there and let us know what question you have or that you'd like to have a no-charge conversation. On our website, we have a ton of free resources for you to explore. You'll find hundreds of free articles, videos, podcasts, and if you want to go deeper in our work, we have books, programs, courses, and you can also work with us one-on-one. It's all described on our website at suzyandotto.com. Again, thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you liked what you heard here, please recommend us to your friends, family, and coworkers, and we would totally love it. If you'd leave a review, especially on Apple or iTunes, because your feedback and review is what will help others know that it's not only a good podcast and you've enjoyed it, but also it helps us be found in these podcast directories like Apple and iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Blessings and love to you. Susie and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care.